Welcome to the One Stiletto in the Grave podcast with your hosts, Sonny Ormond and Jane James. Well, hello, everyone. We're feeling a bit green today. No, it's not due to seasickness. It's garden talk. Our Sonny's foxgloves flopping and Jane is courgettes dangling. <laughs> the irresistible joy of the coriander and the zen of the open air. But most importantly, we are having a good old natter with delightful, best-selling author, Judy Astley. Hello, how are you? What have you been up to well, today? Well, not necessarily today, but I, yesterday I was in the garden. I was doing my gardening. Oh. And I have to say, you know, I love this time of year because everything really seems to be in bloom sort of may june time it's gorgeous isn't it roses and such a lot of flowers are in bloom so yeah that i was in the garden uh, titivating my roses and doing all that you know and, and tying them up because they'd flopped a bit because of the rain and but i oh, love it yeah, i'm just loving it i find it really really relaxing you know um so that's what i was really mainly doing yesterday I haven't had time really to do much today apart from the dogs out um but yeah that's what i've been what about you what have you been up to uh, well, nothing much, but I have got, funnily enough, some gardening planned for the afternoon because I've got my, my tomato plants arrived oh, yesterday. Exciting. So, yeah, they look hideous, mm. actually, because they were delivered into the very hot porch and sat there all day because I was out. Mm. But So they need to go out, and I've got some sweet corn to go out and some coriander and, yeah, quite a few things that need to go out into the garden. Because you... we don't really do flowers very much. I don't really understand flowers. We tend to do food. <laughs> But you and, and you're very you're very but successful you, with that, aren't you? With your vegetable plot. Uh, well, we do grow stuff, and yeah, we do eat it. But your garden <laughs> looks prettier than ours because it's got more it's got more colour in it. Well, yes, and, it's just uh, the way it is, though, isn't it? I mean, we, we've never had a vegetable plot, and I, it's something I really would have. My dad was a great because uh, he was a farmer originally, and um, mm-hmm. you know he he had a, a lovely kind of vegetable plot all, all his life. But I don't know why I never got into it really, or maybe the gardens well, have just not been the right shape for it. I don't know I don't know but maybe it's because neither your partner nor my partner eat vegetables this is so true. yeah it's not worth it is it you know <laughs> no, um, quite not frankly, really you know and there's only so much stuff you can not stick really. in the freezer quite frankly isn't there so you know um, I've still got chilies from about four years ago yeah um yeah. Uh, funny enough our guest yeah. today is also a very keen gardener I've seen her garden and it's bloody lovely um, our guest today is quite a renaissance woman, I'd say. She's a writer, she's an illustrator, she's a designer, and she used to be a dressmaker for Liberty. And she's written, I think, a, a novel a year for 20 years, and she's got such a great gift for description and humour. And she is the very lovely Judy Astley. Hello, Hello. Judy. Hello, Lovely to be Judy. here. Welcome, <laughs> Hi, welcome, Sunny welcome. and Jane. <laughs> it's really nice to see you. And you. Um, now, we met through the Archers, didn't we, online? We did. Um, we'd, we were part of the Archers Anarchist group. And Sir, who was in charge of us, started telling us off because we talked about things that weren't Archers as we got to know each other. So lovely Barbara set up the Borchester Asylum and we joined that. And then we started meeting up in real life, which I thought was you know, a very good thing. And I met some of my best friends through that, really. I remember meeting oh. Mish. I think she said she was coming down to London and going to Harrods. So we met by the parrot cage in the pet department. <laughs> <laughs> and we had no idea what each other looked like. But, you know, she looked great, had a lovely hat, the whole bit. And so it went from there. I oh. remember meeting you. Was it in a restaurant in Wimbledon? And there yes, again, we didn't know what each other looked like. And you said you'd been offered two other ladies before I came in. <laughs> I had, I had. They just kept trying to palm people oh, off on It was very, very sort of, funny. Is this your lady uh, or that lady? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't so know which so one you did the set up that thing, whereas I, I will be wearing a red rose in my lapel. You didn't do all that then. You just no, of... I, think, I think we just sort of booked a table in your name and thought it would work. And of course it did. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. It, it did. But it was funny because in those days, because it was going back a while, it was quite creepy to meet people yes. online. Oh, yes. It? It's the sort of thing my husband, I remember him saying, you're not meeting people off the internet, are you? I said, look, I'm meeting women of, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm yeah. not sort of going out on the street looking for weird men or something. Yes. I could do and that in my own time. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in a public place, yeah. so you it know. Was, it was absolutely yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. So you reassured him. You reassured him. That's good. Yes, and also he's met some of them as well. So that's you know another thing. And he, anyway, he's a plane spotter. He meets people all over the world who are a bit odd. Oh, does he? How interesting. How I interesting. know. He's military yeah. only. He has standards. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other podcast, isn't it? Because I want to ask a million questions about that. But I, but I do want to talk about the archers. Yeah. And how long, how long do you think you've been listening to Gosh, it? I don't know. I remember it when I was... I've got a couple of childhood memories of my mother sitting me down to listen to that and then it was listen with mother or something so I probably took it all in a bit then Um, and then I remember when I was at university my friend Dawn and I after lunch we would sit in our room and do our crochet and listen to the archers and I thought I thought look at us we're 20 years old (laughs) like two old ladies sitting there and now I'm an old lady and I'm still listening to it are you still crocheting things like no, I wasn't very good at crochet. No, I can knit. No, crochet is not really. I think. Well, that's something mm. you guys share in common because you, you're a great knitter as well, aren't you, Janie? I do like knitting. I, I, I love knitting. I'm rubbish at sewing up, mm. but I, I often get my daughter to do the sewing up yeah. bits. But I do love. I do love to knit. I like to knit. I just knitted um, a yellow submarine doorstop. <laughs> Have yes. you? Of course, I haven't finished it because it's the old doing the sewing up bits that I've knitted all the bits and I haven't finished but it's um I saw it it came up on an advert late one night I probably had a glass of wine and it came up on Facebook and I thought they actually do know me (laughs) so I I sort of bought the kit and it all arrived everything's there even down to the needle to sew it up with so I've knitted really? it, yes. And, and you've had to stuff I it, don't presumably. Know. You've had to stuff yes, it. Yes, they, they give you the stuffing. They give you the full thing, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Love oh, it. Sorry. Oh, I might get the details yes. of that later. <laughs> i something here. Once. Everybody yeah. needs one. Yes. Everybody needs one. So, uh, yeah, so going back to the archers, very, very briefly, who, uh, this is an obvious question to ask, but who are the characters that you really enjoy listening to now, look, um, you don't you don't ha- now look i'm sure i avert my gaze or avert my ears at this particular <laughs> i do actually like all the bits with lillian because oh. they're always they're always a bit crisper sharper edged than mm. a lot of the others i quite like kate at the moment because mm. she's mm. so um so barking really isn't yes. she and yet Which, she's right at the moment she is but you know it's really interesting actually that um judy because when uh, she came in um properly as this this kind of well-formed character i thought you know th- th- this really is a chip off the old block and i always love mm. scenes with her because you can see um you know the characteristics in a way in her and and in her aunt you know which is lillian and and because she's been yes. barking she says what she thinks she's always putting a foot in it you know but no she's a great character isn't she yeah it is, it is lovely. And I like Tracy Horobin at the moment, too. I think yeah. she's being an absolute star. Yeah. I'm a bit kind of over the Jazza and Jim love fest. I, I think mm. it just was a bit mm. too sentimental. And as, mm. as Jazza said, he's only across the green. You know, it's honestly, yes. on the archers, if somebody moves away even 100 yards, it's as if they've mm. gone to Siberia forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's it, all that fuss yeah. about Phoebe going to Scotland? I mean, it's not... It's no. it's only up there, isn't it? It's not yes. Yes. abroad. Well, mind uh, you, it depends where Ambridge is that particular time. Right. Ambridge moves. It does move, yes, doesn't yes, it? It does. It has its own climate, of course. Yes. And you know, we always get yeah. very anxious, Judy. If if you if you if you get a script, you know, and it says you're off on holiday to somewhere, or as a possibility, you you just think, right, that's it, end of mine career yeah. in the eyes. <laughs> you get a bit sweaty under the armpits and think, how long oh. am I away for? You know. Um, Who was it they got rid of? Um, they got rid of Nick, didn't they? She they killed yes. her off. She was killed yes. off. Yes. Um, yes. Sepsis. Quite a warning yes. that because yes. when the cat bit me and it yes. swolled up, I thought of her and I thought I was going the same way. But uh, yes. anyway, no. Nick was lovely and she. I had to do a charity. I did a, a load of we whole bunch of us did short stories for a charity about um, uh, teenagers, t- troubled teenagers, and it was on a CD. And she, the one who was Nick, read mine, and it was just oh, yes. yes, and she was yes. just lovely. And we all Lovely. met at a mm. sort of launch party. 
it was great. Yeah, yeah. No, she, she no, was sad to see her go. I know, and 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 you know, I mean, you mm. know, that's the, the way these things go, isn't it? But she was a, a and is a, a really lovely lady, a, a radio, not lady. Mm. Uh, I, I'm a radio <laughs> actress, you know. I, I can speak, um, but she was. She had she had a lovely. Sorry, and I've just hit the microphone. I'm, I'm really fantastic, aren't I? You wouldn't think I've been doing this for 20 years. Um, but uh, she had a really lovely, crisp, clear quality as well, um, uh, Becky, which I always really, yeah, enjoyed. Yes, yes she mm. was great. Yeah. Um, Sonny and I keep kind of contemplating who might have bought mm. Grey Gables, because nobody asks, do they? Mm. Nobody says, mm. who's, which is, you'd think would be the first thing they'd mm. want to know. So was it going to be a um, big revelation, possibly? I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. But I, I, maybe that is what's going to happen. A big reveal. I hope so. And what happened mm. to the gills? I mean, they didn't they buy home farm and they're living in it yes. in secrecy? Oh, do you, do you know I thought perhaps so they bought right. Grey Gables. Well, oh. you never know. I know that all went very quiet. You're quite, you're very right there, you know. The thing is, it's a very big cast now. We are a very big mm. cast. And I think you can very easily lose track of, of, of some storylines or some, some characters. But you're so right. What did happen to the gills? Yes, um, they vanished. They did, I vanished. wonder if they threw out Jennifer's wonderful kitchen. I mean, how is she managing without that hot tap thing? I can't imagine, because it was a fantastic kitchen. I mean, we had lots of episodes about that kitchen, I do remember. (laughs) Um, It did go on, didn't it? It did, but no, she did make quite a smooth transition, didn't she, into the downsizing, which I... She did, but they've been there an awful long time, isn't it? Aren't they looking for somewhere? I mean, they must have the money for it, so... I just yeah. wonder. It depends on whether Christopher Carter takes oh, that's it all, true. I suppose, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, maybe Christopher Carter's bought Grey Gables with the money he expects to get from. I expect he has. Uh, yes. From Brian and Jane. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. But, but you, you, you had a, a, a great idea, didn't you? Actually, Jane, that maybe Matt Crawford has secretly bought it. Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> Something like that from left field would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, I would Tiger's absolutely back. love that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that. Hello, Pushka. That would be fantastic. Hello, Pushka. Yes, <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do miss that. We yeah. Justin's nice, but I do miss. Oh yeah, I do Justin. Miss Tiger. I mean, it's absolutely lovely as Justin, but yeah, it would be. But he's a bit like a you know, he's a Vince Casey type, isn't he? Uh, oh Matt, you know, yes. you, you you know, once he's around, there'll be some plot being hatched. There'll be some trouble. Oh, uh, absolutely. Money will go. Yeah, yeah. And it won't absolutely. be his. <laughs> yeah, quite, 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 quite. Yeah. quite. Um, yeah, do do you do you like Chelsea? New character Chelsea. Do do you like her? Oh yes, I think she's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's really got she's the makings of a good one. Yeah, she's great, and I think she? she's yeah. very capable. I mm. like that she, even though she seemed to be a bit cheeky to Freddie when she was being a waitress, she was right. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. yeah. No, she was, and you know, it's it's been. That, I love that about her as well. And and we had a, a a scene. Oh gosh, she hadn't long been playing the character. I mean, I think she's brilliant because you. She is just Tracy in miniature. She they're, they're so clever. You totally believe their mother and daughter, don't you? But we had a scene where she was because she's you know training to be a hairdresser. She was was giving both Linda and myself a bouffant, or trying to give me a bouffant. And I remember in the scene, it was wonderful. And she turned round and she said, "Look, Lil." And no one has ever called Lillian Lil. No. And it was just wonderful. And I remember at the time thinking, how do I as Lillian react to this? Um, but yeah, she's just great. I think she's got the... I'm, I'm really looking forward to see how they develop her. Yes. Because um, uh, mm. she's... And she's sensitive too. Because there were scenes recently where they were trying to help her mum out because her mum sort of, yeah, you quite, know, lost yeah. the job. And I think, yeah, I think well, there are lots of scenes she's terrific, here. But I, I do think she will be the next Mrs. Pargeter. I think uh, I think she'd be oh, yes, think? and I think there'll be outrage from poor Lizzie and everything because of Freddie's going to marry a horribin. Gosh, <laughs> and I think that'd, that'd be, be a, great. I love it. That would it. be a really interesting. Couple. That's that's definitely oh, that if I was wonderful. writing it, I would do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. at some well, point, and we'd all be listening. Because yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, one of the things I always think about is just thinking about your books is that you write teenagers terribly, terribly well, which is oh, not. Yeah. Not an easy thing to do, I think, as as one gets older. Because I've, I've forgotten it. How how do you do that? Well, I'm not sure now because at the time, I had teenagers, mm. so I only had to kind of you know look into their room and say, you know, what are you doing or tidy up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do the school run, and they they would be in the back of the car because they they their school was across Richmond Park. It was a lot easier 
even up to 16 for me to go and collect them mm. um, and of course they'd be sitting right. in the back with their mates mm. and I of course being an old, old woman don't exist so they'd talk away <laughs> and it was it was kind of easy just observing now of course I've got teenage grandchildren <laughs> it's that oh, lot. Right. so I suppose there's that if mm. they ever get out of their phones mm. but um I've got, in yeah. fact, I've got one of 22. He's even sort of past teenage himself. No. I know, Casper. Bless Gosh. him. How did that happen? Casper's Casper's eight. I know, he should be, <laughs> but he's not. He's 22 and he's six foot four. Gosh. Gosh, <laughs> He's gosh, gorgeous. Gosh. He's a real sweetie. Um, oh. And then I've got a, te- a 14 year old, 12, and then 10 girls. Mm, right. Um, mm. So I think they'll be quite useful in their time when I'm yeah. doing the next book. I, but I, I think at the moment I'm trying to incorporate older people. I started mm-hmm. a book the other day, oh. and I, a couple of weeks ago, okay, a couple of months. I haven't written much, <laughs> but I'm trying to do multi generation stuff. I always do a bit, mm-hmm. but I get quite yeah. cross about how. In somebody was reading a book the other day, and they said there was a woman in it of just sixty. And the writer had made her absolutely decrepit. Mm, she couldn't work no. any tech. She couldn't do anything. Oh, she she was me. kind of wobbly and, oh, hopeless. Already mm. at the age where they say she had a fall as opposed to fell over, yeah, which yeah, I hope yeah. I'm not even there yet. And I'm, I'm past that age. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they, it's just, it's, it's as if some generations think, or the younger ones, think you get to 50 and you immediately have a cauliflower perm. Yeah, 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 and yes. and we don't, you know. Mm-hmm. This is well, certainly not now, Judy. I mean, no. you know, because the, in fact, we were talking about this weren't we, the other day, actually, Janie. You know, I mean, do you know? I was watching. Um, it was. I think I shared that with you. I was watching some program on the telly, and Lulu came on, and I mean, she's fantastic. She looks brilliant, and she happened to share just on on the interview that she was seventy three. I could not believe that she looked like she was 43 and that, that is just a perfect example isn't it so many women I mean we're just we, yeah we've moved on Absolutely. so much you know yes and it's that it is yes. it's that old image in you know in in people's heads or can be in people's heads but no I mean it, it's exactly uh, and, and also you know the idea of going into if you're in a care home and they still insist you've seen the Vera Vera yeah. Lynn songs you know, oh, this is the yeah. generation that, that had stones and beetles yeah. and what have you oh, and yeah. still like them. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's no way I'm going into a home if I have to sing Vera Lynn. <laughs> God, no. 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 Um, but you I mean, you started the move to... Because the last two books that you wrote, the two Mistletoe mm. books, have, feature quite heavily older characters, yes. don't they, who are thinking of selling up the family home and the, the very grown-up children have a nervous breakdown about it. Well, yes, spending um, the inheritance. Mm. Yes, and shock horror, they are older people who have sex oh, they do. Yes. with other people mm. as well as with oh, each yes, other. Oh, yes, absolutely. Is... Well, you know, there's that, that thing about... I think in one of my books I had a couple... Um, she'd met some chap, she was about 76, and they went for an afternoon delight in the Ritz Hotel. And they didn't die from it. Nobody questioned them. I think that's a great thing about being older. If you go to a hotel with a lover, nobody suspects because they go, they're old people, they won't be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) And also, also, Sonny, when you did did that piece, when you had an affair in the Archers, Mm. I think you were really rocking it for the older ones, going to a hotel with a lover. Yeah, with Paul. Yeah, character of Paul. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I've been really lucky in the Archers. I mean, I, you know, when I joined, she was in her fifties, and I tell you what, I mean, you know, I've never had so many relationships post fifty as I have in the Archers. <laughs> but it is fantastic, isn't it? You know, I yes. mean, it, it it's wonderful because in one part of the studio, you know, we have a sofa bed uh, which we use. You know, it comes down if we've got bed scenes. I tell you what, I have used that sofa bed so many times; it's absolutely marvelous. Um, but yeah, it's we great. actually bounced on it yeah absolutely <laughs> but there's always three people in that relationship because of course there's usually me and the actor and a duvet and the spot person who's rustling the duvet so there's always three of oh, us there wonderful. Um, but, um, <laughs> oh. yeah it's uh, it, they're always great fun to do though uh, those scenes but I, I funnily enough I'm actually reading um your final book at the minute a merry mistletoe wedding I'm, I'm three quarters of the way through and I love it Judy I absolutely love oh, it but I do you. love those two um old characters the parents they're just so Oh, I don't know, vivid and um, and so funny. I, what I love about you, you're so descriptive, beautiful descriptions, but then this terrific humour. And also, I can hear each of those characters 
they're so different, the rhythms of them. And that's something that I wanted to ask you as a writer, well, both of you in a way, um, because I know me as an actor, if I get a script, um, I look at a, a character, it's not playing Lily in something else. And I, I build up a rhythm of that character in my head. Do you do the same when you're writing? When you're actually writing, have you got the rhythm of that th- character as you yeah, write? I think, I think I have. And if I don't get it right when I first make the character, mm. I have to really rethink them. But I think that's what comes first. I don't really always know what they look like. Really? But I know that's how interesting. They'd, I know how they'd speak. I mean, ah. I know people who, when they plot out their book, they, they sort of almost cut pictures. In fact, they, some of them do cut pictures out of magazines of, of like what they really think the person looks like. Mine mm. are never quite that fixed. Mm. Apart from there's a character called Charlotte in the Mistletoe books who I think mm. of as yeah. the fairy she's godmother, lovely, I like actually. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, great. She's, she's great, yeah. yeah. Um, she, I, I knew exactly what she looked like, sort of yeah. either blousy, lots of red hair, mad, great. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't always know, but I do, it, yeah, the rhythm of how they, <coughs> how they speak and how they think. You hear is, them. Is there. And, and when you're actually physically writing, um, are you here, uh, do you have a voice in your head or is it, is it not quite as formed as that? Do you know it's what I mean? Not it's not quite as formed, no. but I do type very fast. Uh-huh. Because um, the, the course that my teachers at school said, oh, you must never do secretarial, you know, most useful thing I ever did. Um, <laughs> they, uh, I think because I type really fast, there's nothing between the head and the computer in the way. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. almost, it's sort of typing in, it's um, dialogue in real time, if you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 And, sort and, of thing. And so the further you get into a book, I mean, you type very fast anyway, you say, but, but, but do all those characters come much more quickly? You know, the further you get into it, when they really become, I suppose, part of your own personal DNA, do you, do you, or, or is that not necessarily so? Um, well, they sort of, they're always in your head, and, mm. they're, and, and whichever interaction they're having with each other is there. And it's a slight nuisance in that they're there whatever else you're doing, uh-huh. I think, yes. yes. Sort of, mm. you know, I'm out for dinner or something or just mucking about in the garden. And they'll be in there talking to each other. Gosh. And then oh. I have to rush off and write a word down. Sometimes it, you only need one word to get the gist of what's happening. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're always there. Gosh, isn't that mingling. so fascinating? So, is there, a, when you finish a book, is there a sort of grieving process because you've finished with those characters? No. <laughs> no, just delighted to, bye-bye. Just like, great, yeah, see you. the yeah. end, done. Um, yeah. Well, it, there, there's, there's that for about a week or two until the edits come back and then you have to mm, get back yeah. into them all over again, which yeah. is fine. I, don't, I mm. prefer editing to the actual writing because it's so much easier. At least you've got something to work with, mm. whereas mm. a blank page is always going to be a blank page, isn't it? Mm. It, it is always a bit intimidating. Yeah. I, I guess people there might be people who are filled with joy at the thought of a blank I, page. But, I haven't actually written a whole book for about four years now. Um, I just yeah. lost the mojo. It, it went yeah. away. Mm. Uh, but it's, it seems mm. to have worked its way back in, mm. which is good. So can, can you tell us anything about what you're... I know this is early days for you with this, with the new thing that you're starting to look at. But yeah, it's a woman who's um, the main woman. They always tend to be about the same age, sort of early forties, mm. I suppose. Her house has fallen down because something's driven into it and knocked a wall down. So she has to go and live mm-hmm. for a while with her mother-in-law, who is living in a house that's much too big for her. The mother-in-law is sort of right. late late sixties, early seventies, something mm-hmm. like that. She, Great in age. her turn, has also an a really old mother who is recently widowed lives on her own back in her own house um but i think she's good she's just broken a hip so she's also going to move in so we've got all the generations and a young daughter and other people who haven't decided on yet and i'm not sure what happens to them all because that's always the problem with me i don't have a story (laughs) i have people and oh. I sort of see what mm. they do. Oh, really? Now, that is interesting. So it, you're not a writer yeah. that has a beginning, a middle and an end in terms of no. where you know it's going. Right. I so, usually know where mm. it's going to end, okay. but how it gets mm. there. I'd love to be one of those people who has a list of chapters, knows exactly mm. what's going yeah. to happen. Mm. That would be so much better. Because mm. um, mm. you'd just know, you'd know where you are all the time, but it mm. doesn't. it's never worked like that for me. 
um, I don't know. If it, but then I, it's kind of, it's it's kind of interesting when the characters because I'm so I never plot anything. I don't know how to plot anything, but. It's nice to give the characters the freedom to develop how they want, isn't it? It is, but it's kind of annoying because you you know you, you finish work that one day and you think, God, what's going to happen next next session? Mm-hmm. And I just don't know. And I've I've been known to sort of not go back and look at it for quite a while, mm. <laughs> like four years, mm. you know. <laughs> but that's it's kind of exciting, so, that though. But have you ever been in the position where you know um you, you've written quite a lot, uh, and then you look at it and think. Oh, no, I, I don't mind a lot of this. I'm going to sort of go back and start a lot of it again. Or, or do you tend to generally move forward constantly? I can, I can generally move forward yeah. constantly. What I haven't got this time, though, that G's me on, I haven't got a contract because I'm now quite oh. out of the loop. So I'm writing this just to see if I can get a deal. And I'm right. going to have to write the whole thing because if someone likes the first three oh. chapters, they want to see the rest of it now. They don't want to wait a year while I fanny about with it mm. so um, you know I've just got to write the whole thing and it's it's kind of in the ether I might yeah. not get a deal who knows yeah. I don't know but so that's that's oh, interesting I'm sure you will so that's well, I, sure I hope you so so before you 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 tended to you, the pressure was that you knew you got the contract you've got to get it out whereas this time yeah. you, of course it will go out eventually but you haven't got that deadline so does no, that make it easier or not to write harder harder because mm. I I can mm. sort of think oh I'll write a bit this afternoon yeah. and then I think oh no I haven't put the cosmos out in their pots yet or yes. you know I'm I'm a great one for gardening as well mm. like you mm. Um, mm. so I'm out there all the time faffing about. And I, I take refuge in my greenhouse, you know, in winter. Yeah. Sort of go in there and plant seeds because yeah. I can't bear have to have nothing coming up. It's got to be there. Yeah. But yeah, I've got to make much more effort with the work. Mm. Really. It's, it's, sorry, Jenny. No, go, go. I was just going to say is it one of those things that you have to kind of force yourself to put your bum on the chair? Absolutely. But once you do it, you enjoy yes. it. Yes, that is it. That's mm. exactly it. Mm. So, yeah. It's a bit like. Yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? Because it is, you know, I, I can procrastinate for ages. Mm. And once I get, once I start, I just want to keep going. Yeah. But I could win medals for procrastination. I really could. <laughs> <laughs> and ha- have you ever wanted to write a play, Judy, or, or at all? No, I mm. think that's a whole other skill that I mm. admire enormously, but I mm. couldn't, I don't think I could do it. Well, I, I mean, I'd probably have to go and do a, a course on how to do it. Mm. I've got a friend who teaches script writing at uh, Falmouth at the university there, mm. and she's she does some great stuff. She writes plays, mm. and they're wonderful. I have written something else that I was thinking I would do, which was a kind of life writing thing based on oh. my diaries when I was about you know a teenager. Yeah. Um, but there again, I got about thirty thousand words into that and thought I've started to get depressed now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So you you still got your your teenage diaries? I have. I've got sixty four to seventy. Wow. Six years, and I wrote them every day. I would. It's most. Did you? Yes, they're mostly full of snogged so and so or whatever you know, <laughs> or or Carol's going out with Dave and it's not fair. <laughs> all that. Yeah. yeah. That's very much obsessive. Yeah. And and all the bands I went to go and I went to see as well. I used to go and see them on Eel Pie Island, which was a huge yeah. thing in, back in the day. Mm. And I've got every one of them that I saw was listed. Pink, Pink really? Floyd was a good one. I saw them wow. twice in 1967, I think, wow. on the island. That is very but it's early. great yeah. to have that historical record, isn't it, actually? It is. You... The weird thing with diaries, and I think everyone, you know, if I'd known back then, I'd have kept one forever. But you can remember... I mean, there are some occasions that I, I can read a few lines from. And I remember what I was wearing, where I was, yes. whether I hitched to, to Richmond or got a bus, yeah. all that. Because I didn't really get buses much. You know, if you walk to the bus stop with your thumb out, you'd always get a lift. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember hitching. Dangerous days. Yeah. yeah, I can remember wow. that as well, you know, hitching around. But it, it's mm. curious, that isn't it, that just, that, I don't know, word or, yeah, that a festival, and it, opens up all those memories that you you not forgotten because they're in there somewhere but yeah they are yes i always wonder if i got dementia or something would things like diaries maybe Mm. trigger they trigger Mm. memories from the past but i suppose not the present so Mm. 
but still you'll be in a your love mess. of music would because they say don't they music often is the link with dementia isn't it it can really I was reading that this morning I mm. think it's Universal Music of have invent have put out um, a sort of like a streaming thing but cheaper mm. I hate to say it, it's called Vera. There we go, Vera Lynn. I know, it's for older people, obviously. Uh, But it's everything Universal have ever put out, and you can Mm. get it for a certain price. But they say it does does trigger lots of memories. Mm. But it's there again, it's not the memories that people with dementia have problems with. It's present day, Mm. isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Not the long term, it's the short term, isn't it? The processing, the immediate processing of stuff. I think, one thing though with music, I think there will never be... I wonder if there will ever come a time where somebody puts my Sharona on on the radio and I don't have to get up and dance. <laughs> I, don't, I hope that day is a long time coming. I'm sure that is a long time I coming. So. Yeah, there just are things like that. Hi ho, silver yeah, lining. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gets I know, me yes. On my feet. Yeah. They sing that, because um, I live in Twickenham, um, after rugby matches, they all come down to the pub down by the river. And there's yeah. a there's definitely a kind of tape loop of stuff they all sing and it's but the best one you I can hear it right through the closed front door is Hi Ho Silver Lining. Brilliant. And I think, Oh, they're probably going oh. home soon because yeah. that's one of the last ones. Bless. <laughs> Bless. But it's great. Bless. But I mean, presumably your house is just full of music because obviously John Astley's your husband who's, you know, really well known record producer. So I mean, is the house really all full of music or is it one of those things you put to bed because you know that's it's, something it's that's... absolutely he doesn't play music in the house really? for fun. Yeah. If yeah. if it's music it's work and he's in the yeah. studio on the middle floor. Yeah. And that's right. that's where he does it. But it's me. I, I mean, if he's away or something, I have music on on my mm. computer the whole time. Yeah. I've got a fancy speaker. I just, you know, yeah. and that's yeah. my stuff, yeah. and I love it. But yeah. so I've yeah. got very odd mixtures. I've got things like I don't know, Manic Monday. The um, and I I don't know. Oh. I've got bangles and I've got all sorts of things. Mm, but it's a, a a real mixture. Do you, and do 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 you sing yeah. or play? I mean, do do you have a musical oh God, instrument? No, no, you no. Don't. Yeah. I'm the sort of person that even when they have those choirs that say no audition required, they would just <laughs> shut me out. I do not sing well, mm. which is a shame because I'd love to be able to. Mm. Yeah. It would be mm. great, but yeah. um, I, you know, I can manage it at funerals and things. But uh, there again, only just. Yeah, it's. It's the one time we get to sing, isn't it? These I know, days. it's depressing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially as so weddings what, are uh, rarely church ones these days as well. Uh, very, very rarely. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I went to a church wedding. Oh, it might yeah. have been mine. I didn't have one. My, my daughter got married last year in, in her own garden. Oh, and um, there again, you know, not singing. Oh, but at the end, when they'd done the ceremony, the going out music was the archer's theme. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Was it? Fantastic. No, it was wonderful. It was fun. They'd just done all the bits, and they were just going to wander off to go and get to go to the bar, obviously. And then suddenly, da 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 da, it was wonderful. Oh, <laughs> and none of us knew that was coming. So oh, isn't good. that fantastic? Oh, that must have been really. So good. she's she's an archer listener as well, is she? Yes, she, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but her wife isn't so keen. Oh, she's okay. she's coming round to it. She's yeah. coming round to it, but. Uh, She's been yeah. with. They've been mm-hmm. together about seventeen years, but yeah. I think it's only Layla who's really archers. So does she tend Robin, to? Robin does like a podcast. She likes um um, what's it called? You know the the big one. Dumpty Dum. No, the, the thing on one. um not not podcast. What's it? Um, the one on Sundays where it's all together. What's oh, it the called? omnibus. Oh, the omnibus. That's the omnibus. The word, yes. Yeah. The omnibus. Yes. She quite likes that. Because you can keep up more easily. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I always try and listen to it. Well, I do listen because I love... That's the weird thing, you know. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Even though I'm in it, when I listen to the omnibus, I'm... And I know what the studio looks like and I know there's actors. It takes me into a different place. And I've got the own image of... This is what's so wonderful about books, isn't it? And about I love about radio as well. Because... Um, it's not done for you. It's all in your imagination, you know, and yes. you have to work at that. And I love that. Well, that's that. the thing, you it. see. That's with that's why the anarchists came about. There is no cast. The archers are yeah. real because yeah. they are in your head yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're listening. Yeah. It's yeah. so much better than television. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. I think, yeah. I think. Um, I think Coronation Street is spoiled by not being on the radio. Frankly. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it would be lovely on it the radio. Would, wouldn't yes. It? Yeah. yeah. Much as I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still watch it now? I do, actually, yes. Um, definitely. I'm, I'm quite... It, it annoys me because everything is now 
very sensationalised because mm. they have to compete with EastEnders. Yeah. Where everybody, yeah. nobody can even sort of leave a house without a massive row, can they? Mm. So mm. And it's getting a bit like that too. Mm. But yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's that they all compete with each other, don't they? I mean, I, mm. I think I've always thought as well, it's, it's much more immediate and instant, isn't it? Some of the like Coronation and Emmerdale, whereas, and EastEnders, whereas that's one of the beauties, I think. I don't know what you guys think about the arches, that we can take it in a slower pace sometimes. Yes. You know, it can yeah. reveal itself slowly. Whereas I think there's this pressure, isn't there, in TV to make everything immediately kind mm -hmm. of impact mm. and let's get on to the next thing as fast as we can. Yeah, I did. I did really admired how the Rob Titchener and Helen story yeah, was yeah. actually in real time, yeah. wasn't it? Pretty yeah. much. It so it well. went on over those couple of years, mm. Mm. and mm -hmm. I thought I thought that was brilliantly done. It Absolutely was really, really it wonderful. was really well done, and it was curious, really, um, because Tim, who played Rob, lovely, the loveliest man and the cleverest actor, and I very rarely had scenes with him because I wasn't part of the storyline. But mm. I do remember I had a couple of scenes with him towards the end when he was getting really kind of heavy. And it was really odd working with him because he got into that character so well that I did feel when I was doing the scene with him just a little bit unnerved, actually, yeah. because he'd, he'd inhabited him so well. He was brilliant. I don't think the storyline would have worked quite as well if we hadn't had two brilliant actors doing it, to be frank, but they were very clever with it. They were very clever with it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he'll come back. I know. I mean, I can't when imagine I him abandoning that little boy I know. forever. No. Of the type of personality he was, absolutely yes. not. You know, no, it'll be interesting. Mm. You'll have to get well, onto the if you can find where Ambridge is. Well, if you find where Ambridge is this month, he might yeah. he might well turn up again, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Just uh, just going back to music for a minute. Um, what's the what do you think is the best gig you've ever seen? What's the gig that you Ooh. saw that you just was is the one that really was phenomenal? Stand or have you just seen so real many? Standout gig, I think. It was going back an awful long way. It was Stones at the Savile Theatre mm -hmm. in, I think, 1970. And the theatre was quite small. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And we were fairly near the front. And I think that was... I, I'd never seen the Stones. I was just mm -hmm. too young to see them on Eel Pie Island, mm -hmm. which is a place mm -hmm. my mother always said I should never go because it's dangerous. <laughs> so, of course, I went. Uh, you went there? Yeah. Um, but I think that was a really good one. I'm trying to think of others. There've been a lot. Oh, and the Beatles. The first time I saw the Beatles. Oh, wow. Did you see the Beatles? I did. I, I saw, saw them the lots. I, I I first saw them at Slough Adelphi on the eighteenth of May, nineteen sixty-three, wow. with my friend Pauline. Wow. We were absolutely screamed ourselves sick. <laughs> we really did. did yes. <laughs> it was just phenomenal. It really, it was and, really great. I bet it was. And who was your, who was your favourite? So, who did you fancy then? Which one of them? I fancied Ringo actually. Did and you? I still do. I think did he's. You? I think I think he's turned out well. Yeah, he's pretty hot. Yeah. I mean, at least yeah. he's there. That's something. <laughs> quite, yes. quite. He's, he's well, survived, doesn't he? Yeah, um, and oh, also, late, you know, realizing. Did you watch that Get Back? Um, big, huge nine hours of it. I think. No, it was. I've not seen it. It was wonderful and. Mm. The rapport between John and Paul was just so amazing. Really, but it it really pointed out to me what a genius songwriter Paul is. Actually, mm, yeah, it really is. Mm. I haven't been to a big gig for a long time. I go to lots of little local ones. Mm. I go to the local mm. Eel Pie Club thing mm. um, where we have various bands on. Mm. And I liked. Um, I did go and see the Stones at Twickenham Stadium because mm. it's only walking up the road, yeah. <laughs> mm. and that was great. I loved that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, how extraordinary to have seen them over yes. such a long period. And the of time. same level of energy in Mick. I, really? I don't know where he gets oh, how it does from. He do really? it? No idea. He must keep fit, eh, I, to do that? Because you oh, don't I have think, to. Doesn't he do hours, hours of it per day? And I'm also, sure. his father was a, a gym teacher, ah, a PE okay. teacher. So Let's I see. think it's in the genes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But the fact that they're, you know, it, it is a memory we were talking about, you know, getting older and so on. But the fact that these guys, a lot of them are still going, you know, and because it does require a huge amount of energy, doesn't it, to perform like that, the level that they perform well, at. Uh, it's, 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 it's great. It's very I have inspiring. to say, well, it's, it's, isn't the old saying that when the world ends, they'll just be cockroaches and Keith Richards? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think that there's something in that. He said yeah. all his doctors told him you'd never live to... 
to be, you know, 70 or whatever. He said he's buried three of them, so... <laughs> it's just extraordinary, isn't it? If you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would have put money on him not surviving. Absolutely, yeah. Wouldn't you? That's fascinating, isn't it, go. about human beings and our physicality and our energy. It's like some people can have all sorts of illnesses or whatever, but they have they still have this chi energy which just keeps yes. them moving on. It's the only way I can describe it, mm. you know. Um, yeah, just brilliant. Yeah, brilliant, it's brilliant. amazing. Yeah. Um, so what do you what do you find about you were saying you get really cross about people describing on over 60 as decrepit which you know is really why Sunny and I started the podcast because we do as well are you enjoying being older capital B capital A <laughs> yes because the alternative mm. isn't too great isn't, is it but, exactly but exactly. yes I am actually and I, I sort of feel a bit um like a superpower, you know, it's mm. it's you, you you've been all the ages. You are still mm. all the ages you've ever been because mm. they're still in there. Mm. Mm. But yeah. also, you know a lot more than people think you do. Mm. Than younger people mm. think you do. They all think we know nothing. Mm. And I think my our generation certainly has been very lucky in lots of ways. Yeah, we have. Yes. Yeah. At least we've all got you know we've got somewhere to live for a start, mm. yeah. which yeah. Is, yeah. is something. Um, mm. But yeah, it's a bit like having had that superpower feeling, like having had three vaccinations plus having caught COVID. I now feel like superwoman. Mm. I'm okay. Mm. Probably wrong about that. But I, I think getting to this age and still being fairly bouncy, mm. I think is, is yeah. a huge privilege. Mm. I don't have anything particularly debilitating that I know of, I'm just touching wood here. Um, so yeah, getting a bit stiffer in the old joints, mm. but but not too much but, but we and can... I like having mm. I like having a freedom pass I mean it's small yes. things isn't yeah. it <laughs> but it's really exciting it's, isn't it it's when you great get isn't that. it yeah 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 yeah, yeah I mean I, oh I love I, it I might nip up to Chelsea later and it won't cost me a thing yeah. 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 <laughs> but and you think well, I've earned yeah. that I've earned that actually <laughs> yeah, I really earned it absolutely well they'll take it away. I got so excited they'll take it Sorry, away gone. if they can I'm sure mm. at some yeah. point uh, yeah they will they will mm. but I I message Sunny because I was very excited in the week <clears throat> we got a branch of Iceland around the corner and I nipped in there on Tuesday and got 10% off everything because it's 10% off for the over 60s at Morrison's on a Tuesday Did? good grief yeah. I'll tell John yeah. actually he's That's a great one for shopping with Waitrose vouchers yeah, they yeah. all come to me oh. for some reason and he's straight down Waitrose coming back saying oh, I got £20 off well done he's here. so excited really? about it it's a whole it's hobby a, well, no, that can, plane spot. it is a bit of a thrill I don't yes. understand that I think it's great I'm a bit hopeless you see with that because I tend mm. to stuff them in the bag and think well, I must remember that when I go and then of course I forget I get to the till yeah. in M&S or Morrison's or wherever wait, wait, and then they're out of date aren't they <laughs> drives me of mad course. actually yes drives me mad mm. yeah no, no, it's, it's his um, it's his new obsession he has to have something <laughs> Well, well, as well as the plane. Yes, as well as, yes, as well there's as, that. As well as the he's plane. always planning the next trip to go and see some. He's going to Ecuador in November. So this is fascinating. Well, well, he says he is. I mean, he's planned Ecuador for the last three years, but of course, yeah. Of first course. of all, there was a coup. Then there was COVID, <laughs> and, coup and no COVID. doubt there'll be something else. Yeah, monkeypox or something. Yes, I, don't. I don't know. But what does he? Have you? Oh, sorry, Jenny. I'm fascinated now. So, what does he do then? Does he go up in these planes, or does he just no. go and look at them and he, take pictures of them? What happens? He takes pictures and he looks at them with mm. various friends. Mm. There are people all over the world who do this. It's very odd. We went to Paris a couple of years ago, probably three years ago now, um, to because it was on Bastille Day, and mm. they have a massive fly past every plane mm. they've got in the in their air force comes along the Seine. And we were sitting in a little ca outside a little cafe with a couple of friends who'd also, he was also in it, you know, and we were having wine and a nice time. And all these people kept coming past saying, oh, hi, John, hi, Ian, you know, and I thought, they're all over the place. Yes, because <laughs> they'd all come over for it. Yeah, and yeah. on the plane back, EasyJet with plane back was full of British plane spotters. Oh, isn't that he knew amazing? half the people on there. <laughs> Gosh. Isn't it a bit dangerous? Because some guys got didn't some guys get arrested in was it Greece or something yes. a few years ago? They, they hadn't organised it properly. You have to get permission from the Greek Air Force. You have to be invited. You have to have a mm. press pass. 
there's all sorts of stuff oh, and John's been to Greece twice this year to look at planes but mm. it's all very organised very safe so he says oh. until the day you know I get the call obviously and <laughs> say sorry Mrs Astley your husband has <laughs> been arrested because well, I can imagine there are a lot of countries that might get a bit upset about their military mm. Um, mm. jets being photographed mm. I think a lot of them do but you have to do it with permission Yes. So then you're. I mean, there are people who'll go and they'll try and sneak a camera in where you're not allowed, and it's it just spoils it for everybody. Of course. I did. John did get. I remember years ago, decades ago, we were in America, and I was sitting in the car park of this military base, doing the crossword or something, and I saw John being marched along into a room, between two blokes. No. And with rifles and the oh whole bit, goodness. and I thought, oh, I expect he'll, I expect he'll talk its way out of it. And I thought, if not, in my head, I was thinking, well, I've got my passport and I've got a ticket to get home. <laughs> <laughs> Very hard like that. <laughs> He's no, I know where the life insurance yeah, policy is. He's got himself into it. He'll have to get himself out of it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but it was fine. He, yeah, yeah, he just yeah, was yeah. in a bit that he shouldn't have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, Lord. you don't want to get that. So, but mostly you don't worry when he. Off no, I quite like I quite like it because I get time on my own, and much mm. as you know, when you've lived with someone for over fifty years, a few days apart mm. is is to be welcomed. Yes, yeah. not permanently. I wouldn't want that, but just no. just those few days, maybe a week. That's it's, right. It's good to it's get great. your own space, and and of course you love exactly. Cornwall, don't you? You you yes yeah. yes we're the dreaded second homers, but. Um, but but you've you've yeah. been doing that for a long time now, haven't you? I mean you've yeah. nearly forty years. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Both both mm. the daughters live down there permanently. They've got. The, I mean, Zelda runs a school, and Layla works for um, the police. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, they they both settled, had their children there, raised them, mm. and they're mm. in local schools. It, it kind of works mm. for them. But the house prices there are going up, mm. and there's yeah. very little proper employment there's lots of you know seasonal obviously mm. but mm. it's quite hard it's quite tough actually for most local kids casper mm. the oldest grandchild he's he's planning coming to london for a bit i think he'll hate it actually he? but uh, mm. he loves london at the moment because he's young yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. i think he might end up back there he's yeah. a chef so yeah 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 in a very fancy yes, place yeah. yeah. So more more opportunities in London. Yeah, I suppose. he's got the skills that he'll never be out. He won't be out of work. He'll mm. always be able to do something. Mm. Yeah. Oh, how exciting! How exciting! But but he, I, we were talking about this actually the other day, weren't we, Janie? You know, if you were born in the country or born in the city, and if you know the pull of each place is where you feel really comfortable because I'm a country lass and I love open fields and green green fields and um, as you say whether eventually Casper will do you know all the city stuff and whether he will eventually be drawn back because you feel Jane you don't feel that comfortable in the countryside do you particularly no um, I don't either you don't I no not particularly I mean I love our little house and it but mm. it's in the middle of absolutely isolated nowhere it's in it's on a, a stately home type estate but it's right in the middle of it it's a mile and a half to get off the estate let alone to the shop um, so it, it it's not something i i would i'm not sort of helping to deplete a village by not being there all the time mm, mm, i feel mm. this isn't really a house that a family would necessarily want to live in full time mm. but it is very cute but mm. i you know last time we were there john had gone and i was a couple of days on my own and I actually welcomed the fact there were builders next door because there's <laughs> us and one other little cottage and I thought oh there's people it's exciting mm. there's people mm. even though it was a cement mixer and a drill mm. I just thought there's mm. a sign of life I like mm. being here in Twickenham where I can mm. walk up the road for that pint of milk I've forgotten mm. rather than mm. have to get yeah. in the car mm. yeah but yeah. we, we and, and as we get as we get older mm. I think I look. I watch those like, escape to the country and that kind of thing. At people who are getting getting older and want to go and live somewhere very remote. And I think I want to be somewhere near the chemist, mm. the doctor, yeah. Yeah. exactly, and somewhere that the ambulance can find without oh, having yeah. to yeah. have some sort of massive sat nav yeah. system from space. I, I agree. Yes. I mean, I like it here. And also, there's choice of hospitals and what have mm. you here. Yeah. In Cornwall, yeah. there is the very, very overstretched Royal Cornwall Hospital, mm. which, mm. you know, does a terrific job, but 
you know, in summer it has to deal with hopeless tourists as well mm. and people like yes, me, of you know, of course. Mm. Um, I mean, I go there a lot. We're, we're there a lot mm. because otherwise I wouldn't mm. see all the, yeah. the girls and their children. Mm. But it's, it is a, not an easy place to live, mm. really, I think. Mm. And it's not, and it's not going to get any easier, is it, with the financial issues that we have facing no, as all exactly. of us now? You know. No, no, so, Julie, if um, what would you now tell uh, your younger self? Do you think? Um, I probably tell her. Do I know what I know now? Presumably. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I would tell him to stop being so boy obsessed. You'll get a nice one in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Um, I'd, I'd also tell her she's not as ugly duckling as she thinks she is. Because looking back, you know, you see photos of yourself. And I thought I was skinny. My arms were too thin to show. Now they're too fat to show. <laughs> you just, you think, just these things don't matter. Yeah. And also, um, read everything. I, I, I did then anyway, but even more. Mm. And stay good at maths. <laughs> stay good at maths. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because I, I think it's... Um, think of it as puzzles rather than difficult. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And don't listen yeah. to that headmistress who told me I was flying a bit high by wanting to apply to Oxford. <gasps> I didn't apply and I wouldn't have got in. But to have that discouragement yeah you should not I, yeah. I shouldn't have let it get to me no no that's 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 horrible yeah, and that yeah. Kind of, that's the kind of thing that stays it as well obviously I mean yeah I remember it yeah. and I, yes. I always will yeah. it's but I thought well, that was I cool. hope yeah 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 I hope Very. that every time she goes into a bookshop and sees your <laughs> yeah. books lined yeah. up there yeah. um she thinks yeah. oh could that be that saying? She probably wouldn't realise because your name's changed. Yeah, but, I know there is that um, about name changing, isn't there? You think yeah, all those yes. horrible cows at school, yeah, yeah. Hmm. nasty and bitchy. I want yeah. to, I so want what, to say, yeah, that's her. <laughs> so what? What was your maiden name, Judy? What it was, was Fen- name It was Fender, like the guitars. Oh, brilliant! Right. So, so Judy anybody Fender. who said rotten things <laughs> to Judy Fender <laughs> when she was yes. at school, think yes. on, because she's written twenty yes. novels. She's got another one yeah. coming. And she's a brilliant, brilliant person. <laughs> thank, uh, you. thank you so, so much yeah. for giving us yeah. your time today, yeah. Judy. Oh, thank you. It's been and, brilliant. And, and keep it's us updated. You keep talk. us updated about your, you know, the book that you're writing. And okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'll come and talk to us again when it's when it's about to go yeah, out on yeah, the yeah. shelves. Oh, I hope it will. Because because you, cause you are thank you are a brilliant writer, and I I, I really am enjoying this book so much. So I've got about sixty more novels to to go. Thank you for giving me the pleasure. Thank you. That's great. Take Take care. care. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Once to Leto in the Grave podcast. If you'd like to see behind the scenes clips and bonus content, please visit our Facebook page, Once to Leto in the Grave podcast. And if you'd like to ask any questions, follow us on Twitter at Once to Leto 65. This podcast is produced by Raggedy House Productions and the music composed by Tom Smith. See you next time.